Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of Bottled Up, a wine podcast, sort of. Bonus! Bonus! I am your bonus host, Sean Linehan, and I'm here with the other bonus host... Jen Waring, yes, yeah, we're although we're also the regular hosts. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you have extra tickets, you can get us as your bonus hosts. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really work the skee ball machine right. You get the regular prize and the bonus prize, but it's all the same prize. It, but you're still supposed to be excited. That's how. Yeah, because the main point is we're a prize. <laughs> we are a prize. We're a prize. A pair, a pair of prizes. Well, yeah. Welcome, welcome to our bonus episode. I'm still sipping. Uh, I'm sure everybody's already listened to last week's Pinot Grigio episode. I certainly hope so. Um, and I'm still sipping uh, the Zio Baffa that we were having before, um, which is what inspired this little bonus. Yeah, we wanted Zio, to share that delicious Zio Baffa Pinot Grigio. Uh, which you might remember, okay, we talked about being bright and, you know, very, very evident of the terroir of Sicily, um, <laughs> but uh, just also a great wine supplied to us by our sponsor, um, Wine Art down in Astoria. Yep. But uh, also their big thing and on their website and on their labels and stuff was about how they are or an organic and sustainable wine. And so some of you may recall our love of their cork as well. Oh, which... That double helix cork, man part of their sustainable practices. But if you, t- we, we wanted to take a, a bonus episode sized dive yeah, into uh, what is yeah, essentially a ginormous pool guys. Like there are, I have in front of me that you can't see, but we'll certainly share um, just a tiny slice of the varying stickers that could be on the label there's usda organic there's made with organics great there's biodiverse there's live certified sustainable i don't know what's alive but okay (laughs) um you know there's uh sustainable practices Uh, there's there's just so many qualifications made with organic grapes which is technically zio baffa's qualification um and sean it's because sulfites are not organic do i have that right right? sulfites are not organic although sulfites are produced organically celery has sulfites chickpeas have sulfites jesus there is nothing i hate more than finally dipping a nice stalk (laughs) of celery into some marie's blue cheese and all you can taste is the stupid sulfites Sulfites. get that sulfite headache immediately oh Uh, it's the worst damn you celery no you, you know who gets that um people who do yoga and then drink skinny girl chardonnay like they get sulfite headaches no they don't they just drank a bottle of chardonnay for Um, me that's why they have a headache why is your head hurt because i slapped you (laughs) because i slapped you with your yoga mat yeah Uh, yoga is a good healthy practice and (laughs) not knocking it especially during these dark times self-care is important it is Um, i just bought a new keychain kids i'm calling that self-care because i don't do yoga it's so gorgeous, that. by the way. I love Thank the Thank you. Isn't it cute? Yeah, beautiful. Cute new nice key. Listen, resin. your self-care is your self-care, kids. You do you. I will my, not do yoga. I'm pretty sure my self-care is at the bottom of this glass. And my husband Amen. will tell you that's a lie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, yes. But yeah, sulfites, not organic. And they are a thing winemakers use to preserve wine and to stop fermentation to make sure like you're not getting funky, gross... Um, we talked about wine faults in previous episodes. You're not getting those Brett, Brett, just, Brett well, I can stutter. Um, but those cardboardy tastes, wet, damp cardboard, wet sheep's wool. You don't want those gross things. There has mm. never been a time that I have thought to myself, you know what I want on my pizza? Wet, damp cardboard and wet sheep's wool. Mm. Mm. 
at grandma's basement. Uh. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it's one of those things that's used in winemaking and has been forever. This isn't right. a new thing. This isn't modern intervention. This is like, this is a winemaking practice. If you are absolutely super concerned about it, go to the natural wine movement. Go to your pet nats, your natural wines, your limited or minimal intervention wines. And you'll you'll taste more of those funky natural flavors that come when you let the yeast do what yeast is going to do. And any of us that embraced bread making as part of our self-care during this these trying times have smelled what yeasties do and may or may not want to drink it (laughs) that's just me has uh either counter monster or fridge monster out there like i know i've got mine stanley the starter lives in a jar stanley's a good name for a starter Um, i just noticed that one of my uh, cactuses made a baby so i also assume (gasps) since the cactus is more productive than I am, that there's also a manuscript and a sourdough starter somewhere in the pot. Cause somewhere in the, yeah. she's been busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, but organic is important to most of us. And, but also um, maybe more so, and particularly in the case of wine, that some vineyards have been around for hundreds of years to retreat that soil completely to call it organic would upset a lot yeah. of the balance. So the idea that, a lot of vineyards are working sustainably. And that was one of the things we loved about the Ziobafa. We, while it's great that the or the grapes are organic, so they're practicing organics, like, right, you know, your friends that are on your grapes. practicing Wicca. You know what I mean? Like they know a little <laughs> bit, but they're not gonna like turn you into a frog. Um, that's how my understanding of it anyway. Uh, but the, um, you know, so the sustainability qualities that winemakers, the steps that they can take um, using recyclable glass, practicing sustainable shipping, shipping uh, processes, uh, using recycled paper for your your labels, natural inks, the the double helix cork that we saw with Ziobafa, you know, so you can reuse that bottle over and over again. But also, but, uh, the cork only comes from the bark of the tree, not the whole tree. So, the tree itself then can sustainably yeah. carry on with itself. So, those things are great and a good thing to look for in your wine. And part of sustainability would also be uh, water management. So when you're growing grapes, you you typically want to grow grapes in places that are not great for other agriculture because you want the vine to be stressed. A stressed vine creates better wine grapes, not necessarily table grapes or your jelly or your your Welch's grapefruit juice cocktail. But for wine grapes, you want those those vines my we like to call them wine trees uh we like we want them to struggle and to have a hard time that way they're not just putting out tons of fruit and then all your flavors your acids and phenolic compounds are diluted and your wine doesn't taste like anything so you're often growing in arid dry kind of unhospitable environments so you have to do some irrigation and water management and finding a way to reuse your water to have rain collection use gray water rather than like some of these big box wines are yellowtails or barefoots and things like that, which are just pumping in mass irrigation systems. Yeah. And, you know, that they're creating a very specific type of wine that's very consumer friendly, very wallet friendly. But it's not very environmentally friendly. Well, they're not certainly not saving money on their commercials. Have you seen that new Hello Yellow commercial? I want to punch that chick right in the uh, face. I don't think I've seen a commercial in uh, two years. So. Oh, well, it comes out on the Hulu. Like, I, I, oh, I've, okay. as, we, as we discussed, it's it's you know, it's the bonus episode, but I'm still on SVU kids. So, um, you know, I'm on season, like, I don't know, 42 now, but the, um, Hulu often shows 
like one commercial. And so, and, but then you get that same commercial for mm-hmm. like a whole season. So the season, the commercial du jour for the last couple of days has been this hello, yellow, hello, oh, yellow. Huh? And, it, and it's sort of sing songy, but she's sort of Australian, sort of can't sing. And then all of a sudden there's just a bunch of yellow tail bottles. And I just have never wanted to clock someone with one more in my life. Oof than that commercial so if the wine didn't make me hate it already um (laughs) anyway so yes sustainable water practices are good in your home you turn your tap off when you're brushing your teeth right kids um you don't just run water endlessly for fun you've put a can of campbell's soup in the tank of your toilet to take up space so there's less water every time you flush that's right. a good one. That's a good Jen's one. Jen's looking at me like I was I've like got tomato soup coming out my ears right a now. A little bit, but also I, where I thought you were going was that you don't use the water with the tomato. Like <laughs> for some reason, I thought I don't know. I decide sometimes I decide kids what Sean's going to say <laughs> long before he gets there. And so I thought you were going to say yeah, and you take your can of Campbell's soup and you don't add that water to thin it out. And I was like already prepared to be horrified at your soup eating practices but put it in your toilet that's different that's different displace water so there's less water in the tank you're flushing less water it's it's good all these things make sense kids and you should and you should do them uh and so the same you know it's very nice listen there's not always huge organic or natural uh, wine sections in every wine store. That's but, true. You know, if you can find some good ones, ask your wine person. Um, you know, why not? Yeah, ask ask for organic wines. Uh, you might get pointed in the direction of something called biodynamic wines, which wowzers. Yeah, this is a can of worms that we uh, at Bottled Up have unanimously agreed that we're not. We took a open. vote. <laughs> um uh, we will briefly describe it but we're not going to go into its validity or any of the hooey around it it's not it for is, us um so the idea of biodynamic viticulture is that you are planting uh along and and maintaining your your vineyard along with the phases of the moon and there's many steps and rules and things about planting sheep's horns into the vineyards and there's a lot of kind of mysticism about it and people will swear up and down it delivers better wines and the full moon is when you pick the grapes and that's when they're their best. Um, and, you know, that may be true. It may not. I'm not going to go into that. But what I will say is that if you are a winemaker who's taking the time to follow all these many, many steps to be a biodynamic wine, you're generally paying really close attention to your grapes. So your and wine that's is a great probably. Thing. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're taking care of the land and you're paying attention. So you're probably creating a good product. I will not say that because you have a ram's horn buried under every third vine and you pick during the full moon that your <laughs> wine will magically heal warts in between toes. I'm not going to say I, that. I'm I not. think it's a better use for a ram's horn than, say, somebody who's going to put it on their head and invade the capital. So, yes, yes. you know, if you that's we we all make choices with our ram's yep. horns. Um, I myself have a set of antlers uh, in my closet, but that came from a deer my dad shot. Uh, that sometimes I think about burying with my tomatoes uh, here. <laughs> you know, in a I hear it's really good for heirlooms, but I don't do it because also I'm very lazy and it's in the back of the closet. <laughs> and I'm not getting it out. and It's fine. <laughs> But uh, but shopping for organic wines is not a bad practice, and you shouldn't scoff at them. But you no also shouldn't, shouldn't scoff at other wines that aren't necessarily using organic practices. True. More and more, uh, 
places are moving, especially with the classification systems like Chianti, Chianti Classico, uh, Bordeaux, the, you know, to get into those AOCs, to those IGPs and things, which are the classification systems from different countries, you have to follow very strict rules. And a lot of that requires organic uh, farming. Like you're not allowed to use pesticides. You have to use like integrated pest management, which is like releasing ladybugs to eat the I aphids and stuff like that, you know, and, and kind of timing when the different pests show up in your vineyard, you release the pests that are beneficial to the vineyard and you work in the harmonious circle of life and Simba comes out and tells you this is a good Merlot. You know what? There is nothing I like more than when I uncork a Merlot and there's just a hint, just a, <laughs> you know, you get the wafts of the fruit and the, the bourbon and then just a, just a hint of, like just a little, just a little, it just, it just releases slowly out of the, out of the bottle. And it's nice. It's it nice. It, it's embracing. It's embracing. Yes. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy and like your dad might die. Uh, oh no, wait, that's oh. different. Terrible movie. Well, I found, I mean, listen, you can also do a little Googling kids and I love wine descriptions as much as I love. I love anything. <laughs> I love when they choose great words. And one of my favorite words to describe anything well, one of them is bovine, but the other <laughs> is jammy. Oh, um, love a jammy wine. And while I've never tried this wine, I'm going to go find it and I will report back via the social medias. Uh, Monte Rio Cellars Skull Red Wine. Um, it's from California. Um, and it is described, um, it is an organic wine and it's only 18 bucks a bottle according to this particular article the wine is all things jammy red fruit raspberries and pepper i okay. love that description that's a great description that sounds interesting right I, I, what what's the base grape does it say uh yes uh petit Syrah. oh petit Syrah. okay that makes sense i like to pronounce it weirdly um, um it's 50 yeah, percent that 30 percent mission so really? missionary position grapes and then uh just grapes that do it you know the old-fashioned way and Socks then on, uh, lights off no talking no talking and then uh zinfandel uh is the other is the yep. remain so, so this is probably around lodi i'm guessing um it doesn't say but it says california red yeah yeah okay so from, picked from all over california yeah could be could be anywhere in california uh, and it does suggest a serve chilled which i always oh. find interesting in a red that is interesting especially with a pettit syrah <laughs> Petite Syrah. <laughs> no, I like Petit Syrah. That's nice. <laughs> Jen was just taking a sip of yep, her that was a bad idea. Grigio, yeah. and I uh, thought I'd try and get that to come out her nose. It was fun. Um, if um, if you find yourself in Beacon, New York, cute little artsy town up the Hudson here, um, there's a fantastic wine shop called Dirty Bacchus, and they also did not pay me to say this or know that I'm saying it, but they specialize in organic and uh, minimal intervention wines and natural wines. And he's got some really interesting stuff. And he handed me a bottle uh, last time I was in there of Brooks Riesling, a 2019 Willamette Valley uh, uh, Riesling. It is super, super bone dry. It tastes like green apples. It's a lot of fun. Nice. But completely, they're using biodynamic uh, viticulture, but they're also trying to maintain a sustainable methodology so they're really taking care of the land they just it's the vineyard's only about 30 years old and they're just trying to uh make sure it's going to be around for another 100 years and it's really kind of it's exciting it's just really i think it's good practice and again i'm not yucking anybody's yums but it is great practice to 
support places and and products that understand this is the only planet we got you know so like there's so much that we learn about if we want to learn about from you know factory farming and factory slaughtering and all the you know and all the things that go wrong uh in those practices doing wrong for a long time for a long time that we might not be able to undo and i have lots of relatives that are like ugh, like my buying organic's gonna matter um but it is it is and you know organic or sustainable practices those are really great and i actually think somehow although it's just through the maybe perhaps biodynamic ram's horn magic (laughs) stuff tastes a little better if you know it's doing good yeah when you put the care into it when you're not just spraying it with chemicals but you're caring about it it tastes better so that i think is our little spiel Take, take a look. Google, Google your Google your goods. Everybody's got their favorite wine. No one should stop drinking them. We don't mean yep. that at all. But, you know, take a Google and see if you can support something that's that's doing good, too. And maybe Absolutely. you'll love it even more. Maybe you'll describe it as jammy and and <laughs> and you'll get those pepper notes and green and, and green grass and melons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also you might start you might go down the rabbit hole and you might learn some things like uh in Bordeaux, in France, where everything is very strictly controlled about the kind of grapes that can even be grown, they just allowed six new grapes because they're looking to the future and climate change. And you know what? France doesn't often look to the future. No, no, I'm just kidding. They, Fran- they, do. <laughs> they allow smoking at Disney World, kids. So this is huge. Monsieur Rodin, he's smoking a gawa. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of the one of the funnest thing I noticed when I went to that Disney. I was like, wait, why is everyone smoking? This <laughs> seems not okay. We're at a kid's place. <laughs> Mommy, I want a chitin. <laughs> but they also had beautiful meringues shaped like Mickey ears. And so, oh, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. That's presh. <laughs> or whatever is presh in French. Uh, le presh. Okay, fair. I'm in. <laughs> and, and that has been our le episode on le sustainability. <laughs> le sustainability. I'm going to drink this here. Riesling, you drink your Pinot Grigio. So excited. Cheers, Jen. Cheers. Cheers See listeners. you next time, kids. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this bonus episode of Bottled Up. We hope our quick trip into the world of organic, biodynamic, and sustainable viticulture inspired you to learn a bit more about the world of eco-friendly wines. Check out our website, bottleduppodcast.blog, for some links and more information on this important topic. Again, that's bottleduppodcast.blog. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor for this week's episode, Wine Art. Wine Art is a fantastic boutique wine store here in Astoria, New York. Stop in to shop from their carefully curated selection and to view works of art from local artists on display there. You can also find them online at wineartnyc.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over to your favorite podcast listening platform and like, rate, and subscribe. Those likes and subscribes are crucial to moving Bottled Up up the charts and helping grow our audience. While you're at it, head over to our YouTube channel. The link's in the show notes. There you can find our audio recordings of current and back episodes and eventually fun videos of Jen and I's shenanigans in wine stores, on the road, and just generally drinking. As always, if you have questions, comments, are interested in sponsoring an episode, or just want to chat, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook at Bottled Up Podcast, all one word, or Instagram at Bottled underscore Up underscore Podcast. We love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out. Until next time... Stay safe, stay warm, and drink out.